Welcome to Buck 92's Mid-Michigan Matters program, where we talk about everything that matters here in Mid-Michigan, from nonprofits to local happenings to the local sports scene. It's time for Mid-Michigan Matters with your host, Chris Spockman. It's Chris Spockman here with the on the Mid-Michigan Matters podcast, where we talk about what matters in Mid-Michigan. I'm here with Julia Eigenbrode. Oh, I got the the thumbs up from her. And you are the executive director at the Care Store at the Strickler Center. And you just gave me a very nice tour of the Strickler Center. I said, I almost wish I could have thrown a microphone on you. There's still some people out there who don't know what this great facility is. It's right on the corner of Adams and High Street, right next to Freddy's Gilroy's God at Mountaintown Rehab. That is a community resource hub. Is that a good way to say it, Julie? I'm just going to kind of open up the floor to you. Do what you did when you took me through talking about all the different places that are here at the Strickler Center and what it's all about. Sure. Um, So we call it a nonprofit center. And so we are full of resources for our community. And so I like to explain to people that the Strickler Center is a building that houses different agencies or resources for people in our community. Right now, we have five different agencies that are inside the Strickler Center. It is Adoption Option, which um, works closely with DHS um, and does supervised visitation at this time. There is AARP, who has a program called CSEP. And Which is really cool. You told me about it. And we come and tell everybody a little bit about that. So it is really cool. So for for individuals that are 55 or older and fall under a certain income level, they can qualify for the CSEP program. And essentially what it is, is plugging people into places like our nonprofits here in the center and doing work um, and getting work training while getting paid through AARP. And so the idea is that they're getting on-the-job training. They're learning computer skills, people skills. And then later when they leave the program, they have a great resume from um, different um, organizations that can recommend them, and they've learned quite a bit of skills to set them forward. Yeah, but with the AARP funding that they've got, they're able to pay them money too, so they're able to get paid training per se or whatever you could. Right. So that's really cool for those folks. And kind of continue on there. I don't know if I took you a little off track or not. No, no, that that's exactly what I was going to say. And for for the rest of us in the age in our agencies, we're always looking for volunteers. So the CSEP program at times can be a great way to get consistent volunteer um, people or CSEP participants to help with what we need to get done. Um, so the next agency that we have in the Strickler Center is Clothing Inc. And so they are a resource to community members to get clothing for free. Um, we have um, shifted our building. So for those who have come into the building before um, the pandemic, they will remember that Clothing Inc. was on the opposite side of the building that it is now. They've now gone to the other side. And so they have a drop box on, if you're looking at the front of the building, it's on the right side of the building where they take clothing donations at any time. And then they sort through those clothing, the clothing and put it on their racks and they give it out to people in need. Right now they are doing online orders, but we will be reopening the center in May. Which yeah, you, you guys are really excited about that. And you and yes. I walking through Clothing Inc., I couldn't help but say it's set up like a TJ Maxx in here or something like that in the amount of clothing that you guys got. I think that's one thing that's really special too. When people are going to come in and shop, if they've got size, you know, 31 jeans, I'll say (laughs) I'm a little bit bigger than that, but uh, they're able to go in and pick out from a number of different styles that you guys have there that you've had donated over the years, just the stockpile of stuff that you guys had. I think that's really cool back there. Right. It's, it's a huge blessing for people to come in and pick out like it's an actual store. It brings dignity, dignity to what um, we're trying to do here in the center. So clothing does a fantastic job of doing that. Um, Another agency we have here in the building is Community Compassion Network. They um, have three different parts under their umbrella. They have what most people know at, at 
as the food pantry. And so obviously they give out food to to people in need. They also have the Nutrition Club, which is for kiddos in the Mount Pleasant School District that are food insecure that need food on the weekends. And so um, the schools here in the area pick up bags of food that the food pantry um, or CCN volunteers pack up for them. And then kids can take that home on Friday afternoons and have food over the weekends. Yeah, you and I were talking about there's a lot of folks in the Alice threshold in our mid-Michigan area. Explain What is the Alice threshold exactly? Julia. Okay, so Alice stands for Asset Limited Income Constrained Employed. And so essentially what that is, is people who are working and they're getting a paycheck, but that paycheck is not making ends meet. And so sometimes they're classified as what we call the working poor. And so um, that's what we're trying to help overcome here. Um, we're trying to give a hand up to people that are struggling to make those ends meet. Yeah, you t- was it Thursdays and Saturdays you said that the distribution goes on? And I'm sure the last couple of years, if you've been driving down High Street trying to go you know, across the bridge, you've noticed that there's people backed up there. They're all coming here, taking advantage of the great resources that you have for people. But I like how you brought up the thing for the kiddos because that that's a little bit different there. You know, we're talking sometimes kids go to school and that that's the only meal they get maybe they get home at night mom and dad might be working all night it might not even be you know an issue of mom and dad they just might be gone at work trying to make ends meet and so for these kids they're able to get some resources directly through their school I think that's really neat absolutely it's it's a huge blessing to the families that have food insecurity um, another aspect of CCN is their infant pantry so they handle um, diapers wipes formula baby food and so they moved into our building um, in into the Strickler Center here in December of 2020. They have yet to serve anyone in person because of the pandemic. We've been closed, but that will also be a huge benefit um, to the guests that are coming in. And then last but not least, of course, is the care store. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so the care store um, was born of the idea that there is a gap of need for people that are below poverty level or in that Alice um, that Alice um, description. And so what the care store does is give out things like laundry detergent, toilet paper, shampoo, toothpaste, things that people need to keep their homes and bodies clean and healthy. If you if you have a bridge card, you're able to get food items, but you are not able to, to get toilet paper or laundry t- detergent with um, the bridge card. That shocks a lot of people. And I'll be honest, when I started volunteering at the care store, I didn't know that either. I thought food stamps covered much more than what it actually does. Um, But these items that um, we give out here in the care store are essential to keeping people healthy. And so that's how the idea was born. What makes us a little bit different in how we give out our products is that our guests do require a referral to come into shop. Um, If if somebody already has a bridge card, then they have a DHS caseworker. They just need to talk to their caseworker to say, hey, can I shop at the care store? I need some things. The caseworker then puts in a referral to come over to shop and the guest gets to come in and pick out the items that they want. We are affiliated with about 30 different agencies from DHS, community mental health, churches, schools in our community that can give referrals. So while if it's somebody's first time coming into shop and they don't know how to get a referral, oftentimes we can find um, somewhere where they can go to get a referral. Yeah, so if somebody comes in here and they need help with something, you're going to say, well, hang on a second. Do you know somebody here, 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 or here, or here, or here, or here? And as long as they know somebody there, they're going to be able to get that. It's, it's one of those, that you're not trying to cut people out, but you're just trying to make sure that it's the right people that need this that are taking advantage of that resource. Absolutely. And that being said, we would never turn somebody away if they came in and they desperately needed laundry detergent that day. Um but you don't need me coming in saying, hey, I just ran out down here at the Easy Clean. Can you hook me up with a little bit of Tide? You right. don't need that. Right. And so that's what we're trying to safeguard from. And so we often say we don't give handouts. We give a hand up because we're trying to encourage people to 
when you need help to look for those resources and reach out to the resources here in the community to get that help. And sometimes that extra step just helps people learn how to help themselves. I don't either. I feel like you finished that one up so well. I don't have anything to add to that one. I <laughs> mean, um, one thing I will talk about, we're talking kind of everything Strickler Center right now. We'll continue to dive more into the uh, into the care store here in a little bit. You guys do have some open space right now. If there is a nonprofit out there that's looking to get in, how would somebody go about doing that if you know that? I might be putting you under the bus here a little bit. So if, um, if anyone is interested or knows of um, an agency or social service that might want to join the Strickler Center, you would just go right to the Strickler Center's website. And unfortunately, I don't know it offhand, but there is a Strickler Center Facebook page um, and send them a message and say, you know, we're interested in seeing the space. We would love to come in and take a look. Um, And we're always looking for more resources for the Strickler Center because what we really are is a one-stop shop for the people that are in need. They can come in on their visit. They can make an appointment at the care store and at the food pantry and clothing Inc. and get all the things that they need and not have to go all around town searching for these things. And so the rise is who's bringing in a lot of people to get these resources, people that are maybe coming from domestic violence. They said it's a one-stop shop. And so maybe there's a foster child or maybe there's a mother or a father that's in a very abusive relationship. Sometimes they just got to get up and go, don't they? Absolutely. And sometimes they leave with whatever clothing they have on their back and maybe they don't have shoes on. Um, And so we work really closely with Rise. Um, Anytime that they have somebody that is needing, like they've just been housed for the first time after leaving a situation, we have a kitchen store here in the care store where we can give them pots and pans and dishes. We take donations of those gently used or new items. And so we work closely with filling orders for anyone that needs those items. And we've seen a a bigger amount of that need in the pandemic. I would say that, um, you know, we would, we've definitely um, served probably at least two households a week in filling that need for people who are newly getting housed. And that that's for the women's um, advocacy group. It's also for ICRH, our local homeless shelter. We, we help support that. And really any other agency that we're affiliated with, we all, they all know clients that maybe have just moved into a new place or, um, you know, don't have adequate cooking utensils or pots and pans. And so they can also put in requests for those items too. Yeah. But I get, you know, the one thing we want to say, if there's somebody out there that, that's in that situation right now that's listening to this, there's there's a resource for you to get help. If you reach out to Rise, if you reach out to ICRH, they're going to maybe be able to set you up with a safe place to stay. And then when you come here to the Strickler Foundation, you're going you're gonna to get the things you need to take care of yourself at that place. Like I said, you're going to be able to get your shampoo, your cleaning products, your soap, and everything from you guys at the care store. You're going to be able to go get clothing from Clothing Inc. You're just going to be able to take advantage of all the resources here. And that's, that's what's special about the Strickler Center, isn't it? Absolutely. I was just talking to um, a group of our our tenants last week and we really discussed how the Strickler Center has become a place of hope. People know that if you're in need or having trouble that if you come to the Strickler Center you're going to receive care whether it's clothing or care products or food you know if that's what your need is we can help fill that and that's what it was intended to be. This is what we are meant to do here. We're, we're here to better our community. Yeah but we're going to take a little break here on Mid Michigan Matters podcast when we come back we're going to take a deep dive into everything Care Store with Julia. Welcome to Buck 92's Mid-Michigan Matters program, where we talk about everything that matters here in Mid-Michigan. 
Welcome back on to Mid-Michigan Matters. I'm continuing to chat with Julia Eigenbrode. I got it right again. I say all that basketball with those crazy names pays off every once in a while. She's the executive director at the Care Store here at the Strickler Center. And if you missed the first half of Mid-Michigan Matters, we talked an awful lot about everything encompassing the Strickler Center. And now we're going to take a deep dive into Julia's Care Store here. And you guys have something pretty awesome going on right now. Everybody wants to give to the Care Store, but I think if they give right now, they might have a little, you know, maybe a little incentive. They could become a winner, a cash, yeah. a cash winner. So we are doing um, a cash raffle right now. We are selling tickets for $20 a ticket. And so our first prize winner will win $1,000. All right. Our second prize winner will win $500. And then we were, are doing 15 $100 winners. So there's really 17 chances to win with your $20 ticket. All right. And how do you get those tickets? So you can stop in on days that we are open taking donations and buy a ticket in person. You can go right online to our Care Store website and purchase them right there. Uh, the, the website is thecarestore.org. And and just click the donate button and there will be an option to buy raffle tickets. And if you have trouble with thecarestore.org, give me a call at 779-1043 and I will help you out. And actually, just to show everybody how easy it is, I'm actually I'm going to pull a 20 out of my pocket right now, Julia. And so there awesome. we go. Boom. One raffle ticket purchased. It's that simple, isn't awesome. it? It is. It's really that easy. <laughs> yep. And getting that $20, you are going to be able to take advantage of some great pricing that you guys get. You said it's not quite like the food pantry where you get a great deal from the Lansing Food Bank, but this is where you come in. You're probably clipping some coupons, doing whatever you can to get some great deals for the care store, aren't you? Right. We are always, when we receive monetary donations, we take those funds and we try to be a really good steward of those funds. We're always looking for the best deal. We are um, watching our sales. We um, partner with Merchandise Outlet, who has given us discounts at their store. A lot They have allowed us to purchase through their wholesale, which is great. We um, have other locations that um, will give us discounts as well, like Dollar Days and um things like that. Yeah, well, merchandise outlet, I already know you got the 20 there. You're going to be able to buy like 20 bottles of shampoo from there. That's going to go help some people. That's just really cool. I like, she talked about there's some local places like that that are partnering with you guys as well because you guys deserve to get the deals because you're helping the mid-Michigan community. If somebody is just now hearing about the care store, I, it could be a long list of items. You don't got to go through them all, but just go over some of the, I don't want to say the topics of stuff you guys need, but what are some of the big general items that you really need and what's the number one item needed at the care store? So we have like a top 10 needed list at any time. Give us the top. Okay, so our top 10 needs, um, the top of that list is always laundry detergent. It's expensive. It's something that people struggle to to afford. And so we are always asking for laundry detergent. We like smaller bottles. Um, a lot of people like to go to Sam's Club or Costco and get the huge jugs. But since we're trying to serve more people, we ask that you do maybe 100 ounces bottles. That's fantastic. Um, we also need trash bags. That's on our, our number two item. Um, brooms and mops. Uh, or things that we need. Disinfectant cleaning products. So that's like your 409 spray or your Clorox wipes, um, floor cleaner, things like that. We need paper products. So we need toilet paper. That's probably laundry detergent and toilet paper are probably our biggest needs right. that we get. I, I would have thought toilet paper would be number one, but you know, th- this tells me that there's there's people out there who need to clean their homes and you know, and they don't have the products for that. And then you bring up laundry detergent as the number one item. I kind of cocked my head for a second, but then it's expensive. You are correct. It is very, very expensive for laundry detergent. And so might be people out there just running water. You don't think about that, but I'm sure there's enough people to do that. You, you're shaking your head at me. Yes. Absolutely. So one of the things we learned when we opened the care store is that when you don't have the money to buy laundry detergent, but you still want to try to clean your clothes, you wash it in water. And so there's a lot of parents out there washing their kids' clothes in just water because they can't afford laundry detergent. So it's definitely a needed item. Um, and this list we created before the pandemic started. And so we kind of just went through like what we needed when we opened. Toilet paper, obviously, in the shot last the two list. years, shot up 
quite a bit. Um, it was definitely a need that everyone needed. Everyone in the country was panicking over toilet paper. And so it's something that our guests really stress about all year round. Bef- you know, before the pandemic hit, it was a stress. They needed toilet paper. They maybe couldn't afford it. But what do you do? You need toilet paper. Yeah. And you guys said, and this is a big shout out to the community here, you guys have not ran out of toilet paper since the pandemic. We have not. When before, So when, when we get monetary donations, like I said, we, we try to um, get the best deals. And so before the pandemic hit, we found a really good deal on Angel Soft toilet paper and we bought a pallet of it <laughs> and we had it stored away in our back storage and when the pandemic hit and toilet paper was flying off the shelves and you couldn't walk into Meyer or Walmart and find a pack of toilet paper I realized that here in the care store we had the most toilet paper of anyone in town and so when we pivoted from serving guests inside and we're going to then start doing the outside drive up distribution we decided that we would give two rolls of toilet paper per household to try to help stretch that need and so we we took that pallet of toilet paper divvied it up to two rolls per household and then we thought well you know this will last a while this will last a while and it it went it was gone the first day and so I reached out to my neighborhood I asked them I asked my friends and neighbors hey do you have any extra toilet paper that you can give to me for the for the care store I put a bin out my front door my neighbors filled it up that's cool I we had um, local restaurant owners here that when the restaurants had to close and they knew they weren't going to be serving people, they donated the toilet paper that they had in stock to the care store. Um, people gave money for us when we found an avenue to purchase um, toilet paper in bulk. They gave us money to be able to purchase that. So it's been pretty incredible to say that in the last two years, we've never ran out of toilet paper. Um, Not a lot of people can say that. <laughs> no, no. Um, but it just, you know, I always think about our community and how we always step up for one another. And as hard as the last two years have been in the pandemic, seeing the community rise up and help those that need things, it's such a blessing to be front and center to see that every day. All right, I got you a little distracted now. Yes. I was the toilet paper back to the top 10 items. That's my bad there, but it got the, got the great story out of that. No there. problem. So yeah, paper products like toilet paper and paper towels. Um, feminine hygiene products are a big need. Um, period poverty is a real thing. Well, um, you talked about the food stamps. You know, that's that's another item that maybe should be covered, but it is not, you yes. know. Yes, I have friends who argue that that should be something women should not have to pay for because it is expensive. And what happens if you are a woman or a girl that can't afford feminine products and um, it's that time of the month, you miss work, you miss school because you don't have the items that you need. So we carry those products here in the store and it's absolutely something that if anyone came to the door, even if they didn't have a referral, but said, hey, I need some tampons, we're going to hand it to them. We're going to make sure that they have what they need. So we definitely always need feminine hygiene products, um, body lotion, shampoo and conditioner, and then even adult incontinence products. Those are a major need as well. So those are kind of our top 10 needs. All right. And so if anybody has those items, has extra items, they can always drop them off. Well, you're going to be able to drop them off soon at the store because you guys are going to be able to have people back in May 1st. If somebody wants to donate right now before then, how do they go about doing so? So we are we do have dates on the Facebook page that um, every Monday from 9 to 2 and Wednesdays from 9 to 12, we are taking donations. So we will uh, be here and help you bring them inside. And um, yes, we will be opening our doors May 4 and right. um, we will be happy to have anybody pop in with donations at that time too. So you're going to do it and isn't that Star Star Wars Day? May, I know, May, May the 4th, 4th May be the with 4th you. Be with you. So that'll kind of be a fun day for you guys. You guys should all dress up as stormtroopers I mean, or something like that. I have that. a chewy costume. I could definitely, all right, all right. You know, Princess Leia. The thing we were talking about when you're in your store, you said you're so excited for the store to be opening, but you know when the store opens, people are going to come in and they're going to need an awful lot of stuff. So just as many people that are coming in, you need just as many people to come in and donate, don't you? Absolutely. So what we saw in the pandemic, well, before the pandemic hit, people would go to Meyer and they knew what products the care store needed. And so they'd pick up an extra bottle of shampoo or some, if the laundry detergent was 
bottles on sale. They'd buy some bottles of laundry detergent and they'd bring them in. And that was great. But as we all know, when the pandemic hit, all of the cleaning products, the toilet paper, there was limits on how much you could buy. So people would buy the one for their household. And then there wasn't really a lot of donations coming in. Um, So financial donations became really important for us because we found avenues where we could purchase things in bulk. Having those financial donations come in really helped us survive the last two years. So while we absolutely love product donations, and if somebody is a shopper and wants to do that, that's absolutely wonderful. We have a lot of guests or donors that say, I don't have time to shop for you, <laughs> but I want to help. Yeah. And the way to do that is to, to donate financially. Um, you can be a one-time donor, financial donor. Um, you can be a monthly donor. And there's several ways to do that. But that just helps us continue to put these products on the shelf. And if people donate $20 cash right now, you guys got the raffle going on. And I think you said there's going to be 17 winners, $1,000, a bunch of $100. Go through that again. So the the grand prize winner will win $1,000 and the second prize winner will win $500 and then we will have 15 $100 winners. If for some reason we don't sell enough tickets, it turns into a 50-50 raffle, um, but we're super excited about it. The reason why we did this fundraiser is because in April of 2020, we planned our first big fundraising event and of course the world dun, shut dun, down dun, dun. <laughs> and we had to cancel and so we postponed it to October of 2020 and then April of 2021 and so on and so forth. And you you know, at the beginning of the year, the surge of COVID was pretty high and we just didn't know if our community would feel safe packing into a big event. And so we decided to cancel our fundraiser yet again. And so the the raffle is a really safe way for anybody to contribute and to have fun. And so we're hoping it's a great success, but we do plan to hopefully have a big fundraising event next oh. year. And my 104.3 Buck 92 will be, definitely be able to be there to help you with that. And uh, awesome. we've got a couple more minutes here. One thing I want to get in, just anybody who needs to take advantage of anything here at the Strickler Center, just talk about the, re- just kind of a quick overview a couple minutes here of all the resources that you guys have here. So the agencies that are inside the Strickler Center is adoption option through um, DHS. AARP has a CSEP program with is, is a work training program. Clothing Inc. is an agency that helps with clothing. And then Community Compassion Network helps with food pantry. It helps with um, the Nutrition Club, which is for kids with food insecurities, and the Infant Pantry. And then, of course, the Care Store. Which is what you're in charge of that we've yes. been talking about a lot. And had those top 10 items. If you missed any anything, you can find this podcast. Well, anywhere you get your podcast, you're going to be able to find this podcast and check it out. Go back and listen and find out what items they need and bring them in starting May 4th. But Or you can donate right now and get in on a raffle. If you go to the Care Store website, there's links there. And if you come in, if you get, somebody's got money to give, you're going to let them in the front door. They'll figure out a way to get you back here, won't you, Julia? Absolutely. We will not turn you away. All right, Julia, thanks so much for taking some time to chat with me on MidMichigan Matters. I'm sure we'll be chatting again soon because you guys are really doing what matters here in MidMichigan at the Care Store and the Stricker Center. We appreciate it so much. Thank you.